10 years ago, as the Boko Haram crisis festered in Meidogori, businesses took a downturn. And so, Al-Haji Modun decided to travel down to Lagos in southern Nigeria with hopes of selling more farm produce. Ten years later, he has not returned. He went to Lagos and later we didn't hear about him. We searched but we didn't find him. Then Red Cross brought us a letter saying that he is in detention. He used to take beans and sell in Lagos at the market. This is Vestiges of Violence. A weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. Al-Haji Modo is more fondly known as Maimio, a name he got from his baby brother's poor attempts at mumbling his name. Maimio is the eldest of seven children and was the family's pillar of support. His sudden disappearance was especially tough for his 60-year-old mother, Hadja Ghana. 2012, when he went missing, was a heated year for people in northeastern Nigeria because of terrorists and counter-terrorism activities. Soldiers and Boko Haram killed people and the military used to arrest people anyhow. Things were not good in Meduguri. There was a lot of shooting. Mamio didn't run. He was doing his business. There was a time my senior brother died. So we made some sacrifice and gave sadaka. We called people to pray with us and gave them biscuits and other things. We asked a young man to give people food. We sent him and he came back. When we sent him again, they said the military had arrested him. His name was Umara. By noon, Amotan came and took them to Giwa Barracks. Later, people in Gwangi, they went to inquire and they told them, if you didn't see your people, they died. When Maimiu got to Lagos, he called to inform his family. He had planned to set up a beans shop at the Alaba International Market. Later, they stopped hearing from him. His phone number could no longer be reached. So the family called other traders at the market. But no one had seen him. Since that time, Hajagana has been responsible for taking care of Mamiyo's wife. His father has died and I am the one managing to support the family. The father died of hypertension and father's brother is also supporting her. About two years ago, just before the COVID-19 lockdown, Hajagana received some good news. Maimio was not dead. Rather, he had been detained by the authorities. He had sent a word to his family through the International Community of the Red Cross, ICRC, to confirm that he was alive. But because of its policies, the ICRC would not say which detention facility he was found exactly. Maimio's family remains helpless, not being able to do anything with the information. I have gone to Red Cross office several times, but they couldn't tell me his whereabouts. 
I said, I got this information from you. You came with a mobile phone number, but up to now, you didn't tell us where he is. If he was in detention, how can you help him? They said they only got the phone number and that they know he is alive. They didn't tell us he is in so, so, and so, so place and said they couldn't help us. They can't help us. We should go and pray. Maybe we will hear from him soon. They said he told them that his people did not know whether he was dead or alive. My Mew was not a Boko Haram terrorist. Hajakana says she is sure about this. He was a kind man, both to his family and others in the neighborhood. He was a very good person, taking care of me and our neighbors. Everybody was feeling the pain after he went missing. As a young man, whenever he returned from the market, he would go with his football to play. Sometimes, early in the morning, he would go and play. He has been good since he was a child, so much that the people are even surprised that he was arrested. Right now, all she wants is to know where her son is and reunite with him. But Hajagana does not trust the government will do the right thing. Who are the government? Where can we go to meet and complain to them that this is what is happening? Nobody knows. Only we are hearing the name. Always we are praying that he will come. I am filled with hope after talking to you. I will go home very happy. From there, I may start to worry again. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. This story was reported and scripted by Kunli Adibajo and edited by Anthony Asamota. Produced by Atahi Rujibrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. The senior producer is Anthony Asamota. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangomedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Aimeida. I'm